0: Hear the dog from the background. Yes, I cannot do anything about that. Hello, and welcome back to Fill in Froggy Podcast. My name is Marcus McIntyre, and welcome again. How are you feeling today?
1: I'm okay. I've been watching a cartoon for the past week
0: straight. Wow, so interesting. <laughs> so, how are you doing? Wow!
2: <laughs> I'm here. I had therapy today and it was good, and I've got all my college shit figured out for realsies this time and it feels good.
0: Hashtag same. Asia, how are you feeling today? My hamster's dying. <laughs> he
3: fell off the counter today. I was, giving him, I was giving him his medicine and I put him on the counter because he usually doesn't fall off. But he- I turn around for one second all I hear is- Is a- I refuse like,
1: to believe. <laughs> Why did they only live for like two to three
2: years? Cause that's the average lifespan of a hamster.
3: Why?
2: I don't know. Probably yeah. because there's tons of outliers of small children killing their hamsters within two weeks of getting them.
3: In a in a lighter note, though, I'm getting all my school stuff sorted out so I can go back and actually start on my fucking career. So yeah. Woo! <laughs> Hashtag scholars.
2: Yeah. Woo! All of us are school gals now. Except for Marcus, who's graduating after this semester.
0: I'm almost done with school, I only have like three months left.
2: Woo, woo. And it's all internship.
0: <laughs> yup, it's literally just doing what I love to do, which I literally am, I'm already teaching. Like.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, already- that's your current job, you are a private educator, as opposed yeah, to I'm a public a educator.
0: I'm not just private. No, you're doing public too? I'm doing class. I was teaching a class this, um, this summer. Do you teaching, have like, to pay, pay to
2: take the class?
0: No. Oh, sheesh. Sick. At summer camp. Oh, yeah. Anyways, um, I don't really know how to segue into what we're doing today, but um, we doing. Speaking of teaching,
2: have you
1: guys ever been an asshole?
0: <laughs> no,
2: we didn't. We have we have one thing to do before we get to the reading. Um, have
1: you guys ever been a frog?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of teaching, uh, did you know that frogs are um, not good at it?
0: Please <laughs> <need to> elaborate. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. I sound really robotic right now. Please <laughs> <laughs> elaborate. Um,
2: <laughs> frogs live based on instinct alone. They do not teach. This they is They don't learn. This is simply information that I decided was true because, because we forgot to look up a frog fact. Wait, it's because they don't have inverted? cognitive thought. They do not because have cognitive are, like, abilities. A
1: where they make way more babies and they just throw them out into the world. Yeah, just like turtles, how
2: they just kind of leave them and hope to God that they make it.
0: Yeah. Or like, you know, mosquitoes and bugs. Yeah. They don't have the ability to learn.
2: No, man. That requires cognitive function, I'm pretty sure. Like, at least some level. And frogs are just there to eat, breed, and die.
0: Huh. So everything is just like, uh... My, my genes have told me not to suck on that berry.
2: Frogs don't eat berries. Frog like, eat bugs. Like
0: that's, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. They're... They just...
2: That's just not a part of their diet. They eat yeah, bugs like, and snails.
0: Like, <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, like... They don't learn not to eat berries. They just... Don't do it? Yeah, pretty much. Do you think a frog's ever accidentally poisoned itself? I think most frogs have, like, an immunity to poison. Yeah, but like, like things that are actually poisonous to them. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe What's... frogs just don't even know berries exist.
1: Yeah, frogs so are our like species, species which basically means that they just have a ton of babies every year. And then throw oh, them out in like,
0: the wild. Is this like an actual frog fact, or are you just talking out of your ass right now? I'm literally now? just Wait, talking
2: me? out of my ass right now. I we Nobody yeah, looked I up talk. a froggy fact, so I just I just, I just went based science. off of... Okay, but when I said, when I said, hey, did you know, speaking of teaching... Frogs don't do it. That was just off the top of my head, because yeah, nobody looked up a frog fact before we started recording. I, I think <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just telling. No, I'm pretty sure it is true because to to teach and to learn requires some level of cognitive ability, which frogs do not possess very much of. I don't yeah, think frogs can learn. Because- I'm sure frogs can learn. But I don't think they can teach. Which was what my fact was.
1: I don't know. I just know that... that
0: They don't have cognitive function.
2: I said they don't have the level of cognitive function that one needs in order to teach something to another thing. That's not true.
1: What's the level of cognitive function somebody needs?
2: In order to teach something to someone else, they need to be able to communicate what they have learned to someone else. I don't think frogs have a level of communication the level of communication that it requires in order to tell somebody hey don't do this it will kill you i think that they just learn it on their own or they die
0: communicate think, haven't you I ever think heard they of frog can frog communicate language? when there's like danger frog nearby or something
2: language
0: yeah. they like croak they say ribbit like croak and ribbit
2: okay you know what <laughs> This is we fine. Don't
0: know what they are meaning to each other. <laughs> you know
2: what? why doesn't somebody Asia, you haven't said very much yet. Look up. can frogs what teach?
3: What I mean I, I guess it's kind of its kind of helps so it's can frogs be trained? It's from WW Not really.
2: We're not trying <laughs> to find out if frogs they can learn. Each other. Yeah, we're not trying to find out if they can learn things. We're trying to find out if they can teach each other the things that they have already learned
0: sure they My, can, cause don't like the mother frogs have to like keep no. babies how to... No! No, they just R give species.
2: birth and then leave them.
0: Our species means and they have a lot of babies and
1: issues. dump them somewhere.
2: Yeah, so literally, all. Here's, no a, what. here's a better froggy fact, all frogs have abandonment problems because their mothers left them before they even hatched. There you go. All There's frogs. your froggy yeah, fact yeah, today. Issues. Um yeah, really I'm like not speaking of saying shit out of your ass, have you ever been so mad at someone for talking without thinking that you just wanted to post online about them? Today, we're gonna be reading t- really. posts from the popular subreddit R slash am I the asshole. Yes. Who would like to go first?
1: <laughs> yes you yes, are. Yes.
2: <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I the asshole for celebrating my late husband's birthday with our daughter in front of my boyfriend.
2: Oh god. Just no. <laughs> Let her read the story. Hold on.
1: My 39 female husband passed away in 2013. At that time, we'd started trying for a baby. I found out I was pregnant after and our daughter Kylie is 8 now. I slowly started dating again and have been with Rick 41 male for almost a year. We don't live together but he's getting some renovations done at his place so he stayed at mine for a few days. It's finished now so he's gone back. Every year me and Kylie celebrate my late husband's birthday. I buy a cheap cake and put on- (laughs) put some candles on it, we sing happy birthday to daddy and Kylie blows out the candles. Usually I order pizza or buy her McDonald's for dinner. That's really sweet. his birthday was a couple days ago and Rick was there. As usual, I bought a cake and me and Kylie did our little thing and I ordered pizza for all of us. Rick seemed okay with it and was laughing along with Kylie, but he later told me that what I was doing is hurtful to not only him, but to Kylie. Oh. I did not read this before <laughs> beforehand, so this is new to me. I honestly was so confused, so I asked what he meant. He said that one, I was disrespecting our relationship by celebrating another guy's birthday in front of him, and two, Kylie's getting older and she ne- eventually needs to understand her dad is dead. Oh. Oh, fuck.
2: I think she gets it, Rick, because she has to <laughs> celebrate his birthday without him every year.
1: I'm not done, I'm not done. Okay. okay. I thought this was pretty stupid. She's well aware he's dead, but she still (laughs) likes celebrating his birthday. Rick insisted what I'm doing is toxic in the long run. Am I the asshole?
0: Uh, I'm gonna say no. (laughs) No? Yeah. (laughs) No.
1: no. Imagine how upset Rick is gonna get when this woman celebrates her father's birthday.
2: Okay, I... I just want to throw this one out here. So, Sucko, do you remember how in episode three you were talking about how men not viewing their potential partners as partners and more as like objects and not wanting any kind of like memories of another man there? Yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking whenever you read that story is that, like, yeah, sure, it was her husband, but. Who cares because she's not with him anymore even if it is because he passed away like bro you're really that insecure that her deceased ex-husband is still important to her
3: what is she gonna do
2: what is she gonna do leave you
0: for him do you know what this reminds me of it reminds me of like this other reddit story where the wife got rid of, like, all of the husband's ex-wife's pictures and, like, burnt them and everything. Um, Because, like, his wife had died and he still had pictures up of her and she just fucking lost it and just ruined all of his pictures. I would
2: get a divorce immediately. That's not even funny.
1: I'm pretty sure they had a kid together, too. Him and his, uh, his wife that had passed away. Yeah,
2: no, I would I would I would divorce and 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 sue for emotional damages because that's that's awful like those those are pictures that he can probably never get back yeah and like this is time where she's bonding with her daughter and I'm sure that she doesn't just get a cake and eat it and it's not just an excuse to eat cake I'm sure she takes her her deceased husband's birthday as a as like a day to tell her daughter about her dad you know Like, go through his old memories, tell her stories about him, things like that. Because, like, I feel like if my partner passed away, my daughter isn't going to be old enough to really remember a whole lot about him if he was to pass away this year. I would take his birthday as time to, like, tell stories about him. And to, you know, kind of try to let her get to know him, even, you know, posthumously. I may have said that word wrong, but it's fine. I don't
1: know what that word means.
2: After death, I would try to let her know him as much as I can with him, being passed, with, with him having passed away. So I feel like it's really shitty of her boyfriend to be like, you're disrespecting me by telling your daughter about her biological father. One day a year, my guy? That one day a year of celebrating the love of her life's birthday after he passed away is making you so... Like, literally, like I said, what is she gonna do? Leave you for him?
0: Yeah, like it's already really difficult being a widow, but then on top of that, having to like add in another person into your life and, you know, putting yourself out there when you've already, you know, been through trauma like that, then all of a sudden they're trying to say like, oh, well, you just need to completely forget about your life before me and pretend like your daughter your daughter needs to make sure that she knows that her father is dead, and she needs to accept it. And it's like, imagine dude, the trauma. Like, also, she she's knows. eight. Yeah, imagine she the trauma
2: of growing up without ever knowing the man who helped create you, even though he wanted to be
0: there. She definitely knows that he's not around. She definitely knows that he's dead. You no, know, there's no reason to try to knock down an eight year old she knows the concept like she's very familiar with it just trying to say like oh she's never allowed to think about him again like that that's just kind of like how i feel about that like that's just super icky and uh, i'm 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 done if anybody else wants to chime in
2: i would break up with him asia you got any thoughts
0: i mean y'all pretty much said everything
2: that
3: i was thinking you know it's like Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, he was part of her life at one point, and, you know, they did have a kid together, so that definitely, you know, you have a kind of connection to that, even if they, like, they passed away. And I think it does, there's something with her, whoever that guy was, the new dude, I think there is something that he's dealing with that he needs to get checked out, because that's just fucked up. You know?
2: You know, it's possible that he is just an asshole. Just an insecure yeah. asshole. Because I don't think that he needs to necessarily get checked out. I think it is possible to just be an asshole. Well, that's
3: what yeah, I'm obviously, saying. Really obviously, obviously, physically... he's
1: insecure about.
3: Yeah, he needs the fact to look into himself.
2: Yeah,
1: but that's not an I excuse. I just, to... I think the wording
2: of "get that checked out" makes it sound like there's like a a mental issue going on there, and I just don't yeah, think no, that's I good meant wording more of for that. It. Yeah, he yeah, needs to. More self reflect. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. All right. That one was That's 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 a good one to start with cuz that's uh that's tough. That is tough. Um who wants to go next?
0: Am I the asshole for res- for my response when my boyfriend brought up the apartment purchase ownership in front of his parents? Here's some context. I, female, 29, have been with my boyfriend Adam, male, 27, for two and a half years. He's quiet, shy, and it's very hard for him to get to open up about what bothers him. Now, I'm the one with an income. We get along easily, though. He can be. Hold on, let me reread that. We get along easily, though. He can be. A bit unresponsible sometimes, meaning he doesn't cook because he's worried I won't like his food, but still cooks for himself and the smells pretty telling that he's cooking good. Another example is that he doesn't do most of the chores saying he's worried he might break or damage something. It's frustrating but we're fixing on it. Now, onto the most complicated issue, put money aside since 2015 to buy an apartment and I'm finally able to get it done for this year. When I told him this, he got agitated and said I should wait a little bit longer until we're married, but I said no. He started complaining about how he feels bad about seeing me buy an apartment myself without having him contribute. I asked what I was supposed to do because it kind of sounded like a he him kind of problem thing no offense but he got so worked up and gave me two options one he puts his name on the title two is not to buy an apartment until we get married so it'll become a shared marital asset i said no and that it was final and he should drop it he did eventually at his family's house I was taken aback when he started complaining about the apartment again and told me to either put his name on the title or wait until we're married to buy it, cause he feels like there's a huge power imbalance here and that he can't bring himself to accept it. He also said it makes him feel like he contributes nothing, snapped and said the real reason why you feel like you contribute nothing is because you literally contribute nothing. And I suggest you fix that by actually finding a job and having a decent income. His yeah. family looked shocked. He glanced at me, got off and walked away. waited for him to come back, but had to go home because his mom said he felt too overwhelmed and wanted some space. She then basically started shaming me for my statement and hinted about financial abuse and control over her son. He's not home yet and demanding another talk about the apartment about expecting me to agree to one of those options. In case it matters, he has a disability that limits his job opportunities.
2: This one's tough. The disability does kind of shift a little bit of sympathy in his favor, but I don't like that his mom mentioned financial abuse because O.P. did not tell him not to get a job. You know, O.P. did not say Oh, don't worry about getting a job. I'll cover all of our expenses and you don't have to worry about it only to turn around and throw it in his face. He is choosing not to look for a job is what it sounds like. And on top of that, my guy. If you can't work, you need to help around the house. Like, what is he doing?
0: Yeah, for this situation, I just feel like, um... It's like, they haven't... They've been with each other for two and a half years, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, as somebody, like, I've been in a relationship for a year. We plan on moving in together. However, I don't expect my partner to pay everything for me. No. Like... You know, they don't expect me to pay for everything. So like, I get it. Like, he's disabled, and I, I, like, I understand that he's not able to work. But maybe they shouldn't be living together if he doesn't do anything to contribute. Yeah, cause like, I mean, why even, would?
2: Even if he can't work, he could at the very least help around the house,
0: cook her yeah, dinner. I agree. Yeah. It seems like he's very capable of cooking. Like, she said, like, oh, he cooks, but he doesn't want me to taste his food. And it just kind of, it sounds like he's just mooching off of her. It does. And I, go ahead.
1: I, um, I very much don't like anything about this post. Um, to start with, he, it sounds like he's... Is it called weaponized incompetence? Is that the word? Or people will just pretend they can't do things to get out of them? Yeah. That's what the whole cooking and cleaning thing sounds like to me. I agree. And then there's no reason why they should have to, why she should have to wait to get an apartment until they're married, unless it sounds like he's trying to put her in a situation where she can't leave.
2: Yeah. His mom talking about how she's committing financial abuse against him when in reality it sounds like he's trying to to force her to put his name on the house and if they split it's harder for her to get away with her thing that she paid for.
1: Even to the point where he's like putting her in situations she might be uncomfortable with. Like when he brings her to his family's house for dinner and then he starts talking to it while they're talking about it while they're surrounding by his family, so that way he'll have people on his side, it comes off as very manipulative to me.
2: Yeah, cause I mean, imagine if they were having that conversation in front of her family, I guarantee you he would not have gotten the response he wanted.
1: He wouldn't have had that conversation in front of her family, I don't think,
2: cause and they would all had, take her they, side. Yeah, exactly. It's very manipulative. If he, if he was dumb enough to try and have that conversation in front of her family I guarantee you her family would have been like excuse us she saved her money for for years now to buy herself a place and you're expecting her to just sign your name onto it because you think that you have some ownership over it no and honestly it sounds like his family is enabling him to be a moocher
1: Yeah, because they're I just mean- like
2: You really should just put his names on your assets because he's your boyfriend. Like, bam, no. He didn't do any work for it.
1: The extent of his disability might affect this because I don't know how capable he is of getting a job because a disability can be, like, it's like a spectrum of how serious it is, I guess. You're still disabled, but it's like some people are more capable. So, it might change it, but honestly, it just feels like he's just trying to get an easy life, I guess.
3: Yeah. That I wonder... <clears throat> Go, ahead. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. I wonder if, <clears throat> growing up, his parents made him feel very comfortable, and then once he met this woman, you know, he had those learned traits and, you know, like, cause fuck. You know, I'm trying to get, like, he basically yeah. learned these traits. It's possible and that he did there, learn yeah.
2: weaponized incompetence as a way of getting out of doing things with his parents, and now he's trying to get it with his girlfriend. Yeah. I, I just, I understand where she's coming from. I'm, I'm trying really hard to cut him a little slack because of the disability mm-hmm. portion, because I know that it is hard for people with disabilities to find work that is yeah. accommodating for their disability. But to me, it still just is so hard to to feel sympathy because I'm like, okay, yes, you're disabled and it's hard for you to work. Why aren't you picking up any slack around the house? Why do you have excuses as to why there's nothing you can do? If you are so... I mean, it's obvious he can cook. Well, what I'm saying is if it's so hard for him to survive and he just can't help with anything, he shouldn't live with a girlfriend. He should live with a caretaker. Because your girlfriend's not your caretaker. I'm sorry to say this. If you're dating someone with the intention of them simply being there to take care of you, you're not with them for the right reasons. Yeah. You know, if you've been married for a long time and you, you know, find yourself come up with a disability or with an illness and your partner offers to take care of you, that's one thing. But for you to get into a relationship with the sole intent of being like, this person will take care of me... That just feels wrong to me.
0: Overall, OP is not the asshole.
2: Mm-mm. I would, well, say, finally, I I would say even in her, even with her reaction in front of his parents, I don't think it was that bad. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, telling your boyfriend that you shouldn't just sign his name on whatever you own because he thinks that he's he's got some kind of you know, he thinks he's entitled to it. I don't think I don't think that that's an asshole move to say you're not entitled to my shit in front of his parents. I don't think that's an asshole move at all. I don't care who you're saying it in front of or to. If (laughs) someone thinks they're entitled to your stuff, tell them. You're not entitled to a goddamn thing that I paid for. Thank you. The only people who that doesn't count for is your children. Because you owe your children the bare necessities of life. You brought them into this world. It is the least you can do to take care of them and give them a happy, healthy life. Also the legally
1: required thing. Yeah, it's the legally,
2: that is the, that is the moral bare minimum and legal bare minimum, my friends. Make sure your child does not die. Yeah, simply keeping the child alive is the literal bare minimum. You should shoot for hire. However, if it's a boyfriend, if it's a friend, if it's just some random person on the street, they think they're entitled to your shit, tell them to eat the- tell them to eat it. Tell them to eat your shit.
3: Jerk. Why oh, do I don't keep losing my voice. Okay. Am I the asshole for advising my wife to wear less revealing clothing when my son's friends are over? Uh. <laughs> my wife is 48. We've been married for nearly 20 years. We have an 18 year old son, as well as 4 younger kids. Our son is in his last year of high school. He is a very popular guy and has many friends. His friends often come over to hang out and occasionally spend the night. Our house is large, so they like coming there. Last year, my son's best friend, Tom, also 18, came with us on a family vacation at our beach house. During that time, I noticed that he would always be staring at my wife and checking her out. Once he walked in on her changing in the bathroom and claimed that he, quote, didn't know it was occupied, quote. He would also say borderline inappropriate comments like "quote You look lovely today." end quote and you have to tell me your workout routine. For this reason, I am a bit wary of Tom, in particular. On Saturday, my son and his four friends, including Tom, were over at our house for a sleepover. In the morning, my wife made them breakfast. She's wearing only a silk camisole and shorts. I walked in and noticed that many of the guys were not so sub- subtly checking her out. Don't get me wrong, my wife looks amazing for her age, but it just seems uncomfortable and awkward for her to be dressed like that in front of her son's friends. After breakfast, I mentioned this to her and and told her that she she, she should consider wearing something less revealing next time, or simply just get dressed in her everyday clothes. She said it's no big deal and that I'm being too overbearing, that they're just kids. I say they're not just kids, they're young men, and I'm just looking out for her. Besides, I told her that our son would no doubt agree with me. That he preferred if his friends didn't check out his mother. Am I the asshole here?
2: Okay, I would just like to start by saying, Okay, you look lovely today. Is borderline inappropriate, my guy? What does that mean? <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> and two, I feel like there is one of two things happening here. Is One, he is either just that insecure that he thinks his wife is going to leave him for a baby in comparison because like these are her son's friends. These are practically babies to her. Or
0: two How old were they?
2: Uh, they were 18, in their 40s and said. her yeah, the kids were 18.
0: Um, mhm. Okay.
2: But so that's that's option number 1 is that he is genuinely just that insecure about a bunch of ba- basic basically babies looking at his wife or two his wife is actively seeking that attention because her husband doesn't tell her she's beautiful and now she's looking for it elsewhere now either that or she just wants to or she wants to pull like a Mike Wheeler's mom and fuck some hot 18 year old and you know what weird if that's the case but also bro what are you doing I'm just gonna say this no if no, if my no. okay. If I no. 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 If it's I really was married? Like, hey, what are
0: we no. Don't, Don't say it.
2: Let me speak. If I was married, if I was a man and I was married to a beautiful woman and we had a son and all of his friends thought she was super hot, do you know what I would do? I would simply tell her, "Look, they're right." you're hot maybe maybe set a boundary with them because it might make your son uncomfortable but don't tell her hey, cover up because I can tell you this no woman likes to be told what to do by her husband unless it's a sex thing, but that's a whole different conversation but why no did you bring it up. Because some women do like to be told what to do by their husband, but only in that I'm not situation. I
1: disagree with you, but why does it need to be brought up? Well, because I said
2: no woman likes to be told what to do by her husband. And I was I like, I mean some of them exactly do, but comments. that's in a different that's in a different context. But in this context, no woman likes to be told what to do by her husband. You know? If your wife is comfortable dressing a certain way and she just happens to get checked out by a bunch of teenagers because of the way she dresses like bro maybe instead of telling her to change what she wears tell the boys to keep their fucking eyes off your wife yeah Stop. tell them That's to stop I googling your wife From um, tell your son to tell his friends to keep their eyes to themselves I mean if your wife is says. being objectified maybe maybe fix the source of the problem instead of blaming your
3: wife from her like, what he said that, basically quoting what she said, saying how she said they're just kids. It's gonna. She's not like dressing. I don't think. Yeah, it's like dressing because she wants to get aroused out of it. It's dressing the way that she wants to because she might be comfortable like that. She's wearing she's her damn really pajamas, it. my guy. Yeah, she's not yeah. viewing it as a sexual thing. She's just viewing it as everyday wear for herself. Mm-hmm. And this dude is just like, you took your son's like, friend to a beach a house. To your wife? maybe about to stop talking about like don't talk to your wife about you know maybe yeah you set boundaries but also be like hey can i talk to you can it go to his son be like can i talk to your friends real quick about you know he also had to set those boundaries with um his son's friends to be like hey i've seen you guys i know how it is i was one's 18 too i know she's hot but can you like dial it down a little bit yeah. you know
2: please stop ogling my wife i don't think she'd appreciate it
3: yeah something like
2: that because like to the wife maybe be like hey If you notice them staring at you, do you think you could tell them to stop? But also, talk to them yourself. Don't ask your wife to change your clothes. That's going to piss her off, because to her, she's just wearing pajamas. It's not your wife's fault she's hot. Hey, man, I like a good MILF any day, okay? But I also don't sit there and ogle at hot women, because I know it makes them uncomfortable to be stared at when they're simply Mm -hmm. existing.
0: You know, yeah, like I can personally, um, just cause like people who actually know me in real life know the way how I dress, um, I have very different senses of styles, but some of them, some things are tight and some things show off a lot and some things don't. I know I will never stand for somebody telling me how I'm supposed to dress. I know how I'm supposed to dress. I'm a teacher. I don't dress provocatively in front of my students. You know what? I do dress comfortably whenever I'm out and about. You know, and I I know, like, I would not deal with anybody, especially my partner, telling me how to dress. Agreed.
3: Yeah.
0: Alright, is that everything?
2: I think so, yeah. Alright, we're gonna move on to my story then. Would I be the asshole for getting a tattoo after my husband told me not to? As you guys are aware, the three of you, my <laughs> podcast hosts, for the audio listeners out there, tattoos are something that's very important to me as a form of, spe- of self-expression, so this story holds a deep, deep place in my heart. I really feel for this this person. I, 26F, have been with my husband, 28M, since high school. He is the only person I have ever been with and is genuinely my best friend. We get along great for the most part, just with minor arguments over finances here and there. I suck with money and he's great at budgeting. The biggest fight we ever have is over my getting tattoos. Originally, when we started seeing each other, he said he was fine with it and even encouraged me to get my first one to honor my deceased mom. Well, life happened and I ended up not getting it. Flash forward a few years, when I finally have some money saved up for one, and when I mention getting it, he loses his mind. He said he finds tattoos to be trashy and disgusting and that he won't find me attractive anymore if I get any. I was shocked and asked why he didn't tell me that when we first got together. And he said at the time he didn't feel we had been together long enough to say anything But now that it had been years, he was more comfortable telling me how he really felt. I was furious and honestly felt kind of betrayed because he knew this was something I had always wanted. Well, it's been even more years up to now and every time I have ever brought it up, it causes a huge argument. We are now married with a six month old and I am starting to really regret not getting the tattoos I have always wanted. I'm wondering if it's worth it to just do it and ask forgiveness later, or just let it go and consider it a lost battle. I love my husband very much and don't want to ruin our relationship, but I also want to be able to make these decisions on my own. He always tells me the same thing, I can do whatever I want, but if I do get the tattoos, he will find me disgusting and I will have disrespected him and his wishes for doing it. I'm conflicted and really don't know what to do. So would I be the asshole if I just get one done? Now um,
1: divorce.
2: Yeah. It's tough though. Divor I would say jump directly to a divorce, but they've got a six month old. It's really tough in those situations.
0: Yeah. I'm just gonna say this. If your man does not <coughs> respect your body and what you choose to do with it, not the man for you. I'm sorry. I agree. Like- I agree has nothing to do with him if you want to get a tattoo if you want to get a fucking boob job if you want to fix your face if you want to get surgery it is nobody else's business i'm sorry like yeah maybe like you want their input on like oh do you think this tattoo will look good but they should not be the person making those overall decisions for you only 100% agree yeah
2: so my fellow hosts know this about me when I was 18 I dated a guy who was very supportive of me getting tattoos because he knew it was a very important form of self-expression for me and one day he leans over to Marcus while we're all together and says that my tra- my tattoos are trashy and tacky and don't I look so silly for getting three tattoos in four months and as soon as I heard that he said that, I was like, it's over. It's pretty much over at this point. Because he knew that I struggled with self expression growing up. And this has been the one outlet that I've really felt comfortable doing self, like performing self expression through, is getting tattoos, dyeing my hair, doing things that are considered, you know, weird and taboo, or have been historically considered weird and taboo. So while I don't. I like I know that I said in the beginning that I don't like to jump to divorce, but like honey, go get the tattoo. If he's gonna fucking do that to you over a tattoo, not the man. Yeah. Not the man. A tattoo for your mother, of all things, and he's gonna sit there and say that it's trashy and disrespectful.
1: So it's disrespectful to him to get the tattoo? Yeah. Right? That means he views her as his. He doesn't yeah. view her as her yeah. own person. Yeah. That's the big problem. So, yeah.
2: go get the tattoo. Don't even ask for forgiveness, because you don't need forgiveness. It's your body. No,
1: it's your body.
2: You don't need his forgiveness. If he's going to be that upset over you getting a tattoo... If he
1: gets that upset and you him. guys end up divorcing, <laughs> it's not your fault. No, okay, it's you not what? your fault. Yeah.
2: It's entirely on him. And the judge will probably, any, any judge with a good shoulder on his head, on his head, sorry, any judge with a good <laughs> head on his shoulders, <laughs> sorry, I said that completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> any, any judge with a good head on his shoulders, or her shoulders, will know that if your husband really tries to divorce you over a tattoo for your deceased mom, he's the problem. He is one hundred percent the problem. There, you didn't do anything wrong. Cause I mean, it's not even like, and it, I mean, OP straight up says that she saved the money for this tattoo across many years. It's, yeah, it's been not years. Like a financial problem? No, it. They've got plenty of money. I mean, she straight up says like I've saved the money to get the tattoo? And then he said no. And it's been years since the initial discussion, and it's still a problem, my girl. You've been with him since high school, and you are in your late 20s. Get the tattoo, and if he tries to divorce you, say, cool, got it. Bye. I know you love this man, but love is not worth putting yourself through that pain for. Because it's going to start with the tattoo, and then later it'll move on to haircuts, and the way you dress, and the way you raise your child. Mm -hmm. It's not going to stop at the the tattoo. Yeah. The child's going to want to get tattoos and, and, you know, do self-expression and things. And what's he going to do to her? No. It's trashy and disgusting. Mm -hmm. So, get the tattoo. Because it's not going to stop there. Or go
3: to therapy. Make him go to therapy.
2: Yeah, make him go to therapy.
3: Yeah, go to counseling and see what the counselor says. (laughs) Literally.
2: I want to get a tattoo for my dead mom, but he keeps telling me that it's disrespectful to him. What should we do? I guarantee you I know what the counselor is going to say. You go to for, go to therapy. You get the tattoo for your mom. I guarantee you that the counselor is going to ask him why he feels like he should control whether or not she gets a tattoo. If so it's a- if it's okay. a good counselor, that's exactly what they'll say. What do you want? What's up? Sorry. What do you
3: it's want? Like, it's just the context that you was saying earlier about you-know-who. Um, I think you know the the funniest thing that Sol did was after that <laughs> happened. Convinced him. They talked about it. And this was, was before. It-
2: that was before that conversation happened. Yes, that 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 Bart that boyfriend that I mentioned that I broke up with over calling my tattoos tacky. Uh, not a month before we broke up because he called my tattoos tacky. I convinced him to go get a tattoo.
3: It was like yeah, I, I didn't
2: pressure tattoo. him. I said, I will support you if you decide you want to get a tattoo. I was like, obviously, it's something that's important to me. If you want to do it, I will be there for you. His whole thinking, hang up was that his dad didn't like tattoos, so he was worried what his dad would say. And I was like, who cares what your dad would say, man? If you want to get a tattoo, get a tattoo. And then he got if his one.
1: His dad did say something, and that's why he changed his mind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's funny because I was actually there when his dad saw the tattoo for the first time and his dad just called it a smudge of dirt. But then he complimented me on mine. I feel like he misdirected his uh, his frustration. I'm
0: just going to say this. His so, dad hated tattoos
2: and piercings, but he loved mine.
0: So before we wrap if things was- up, I have one more that I want to... So am I the asshole for not wanting my girlfriend to use my gym equipment? I decided I don't like driving all the way to the gym four times a week and sharing equipment with other people, so I decided to spend $4,500 on a building myself building a home gym. My girlfriend of two and a half years does not live with me, she has a key for emergencies morning, she let herself in to use my gym without even checking if I was okay with it. This to say, I was not okay with this. The whole point was that I did not want to share a gym with anybody else. She's acting like I'm the asshole, not wanting to share my gym with her. But she has a gym membership and is no further away from her place than my house's. is. There's no real reason she has to use mine. Am I the asshole here or is she using my gym equipment without even checking with me if I'm okay with it? If it was like
2: a phone that she was just picking up and taking with her, it would be considered stealing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like if it was anything that she could just like if, if 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 he bought a new laptop and she was like, "Oh, I'm going to take this and use it for a little bit" without asking him, that's just stealing. So I feel like using somebody's stuff without asking their permission or assuming that you have permission is just fucking wrong. I understand his frustration. I think he's in the right. I think that his girlfriend's not necessarily an asshole. I don't think anybody's an asshole here. I just think his girlfriend needs to understand his boundaries and be like, okay, you wanted your own gym equipment. That's fine. I already paid for a gym membership. I'll just go there. Like, girl, what are you doing? Yeah. At least talk to him and ask permission first. And when he says no, take the no. Yeah.
3: At first, I was, like, a little iffy, but then now, like, when I heard the rest of the story, it makes sense. I think he just wants, he wants his own space. That's what I learned with men. Men just want to be by themselves for a little bit. Yeah, (laughs) I mean,
2: I don't think he wants anybody else's crotch sweat on his fucking gym equipment.
3: Yeah, I mean, he, he, that could, also... he could have like germophobia or
1: something and that yeah. like seriously affect people. There could so. be a yeah. very
2: real reason why he wanted his own gym equipment. And girl, I, I and... I'm sure that you think he loves you very much, but I don't think he wants your crotch sweat on his gym equipment.
3: Yeah, like Water. that space that he made is probably like you know, if he has a long, stressful day, he can actually go in there and just like decompress. Yeah. It's a sanctuary like, for him. And also,
2: he gave you that key for emergencies. Yeah. That is breaking the sanctity of the emergency house key.
3: Yeah.
2: I would take it back.
3: I wonder... Yeah. If I
2: gave any of you guys a house key for emergencies, and y'all just started coming in and eating my food or some shit, I'd be kind of mad. If you just, like, let yourselves in because we were supposed... Because you want to hang out, that's one thing. But if you just like start letting yourself in and using my shit without asking, like maybe sit on my couch and watch my TV, sure. But if I get something new and you decide that, you know, you can just come in and start using my new shit, bruh, what?
3: Yeah, I wonder how their argument went down too, cause I wondered if he mentioned anything about like if he really did set boundaries for that. It's well.
2: probably made her I aware mean, like, that he bought I mean he had to have made her aware that he didn't want to use the same gym equipment if she knew that he'd bought gym equipment they don't live together
0: yeah. He shouldn't have to tell her hey don't come into my house and use my gym equipment that I just bought brand new like I feel like that like you, she should have asked him yeah permission he yeah. shouldn't have to set that boundary that's kind of like. I mean, a, that's like, just don't. If, and like I mean, what you do with if she and you if don't just go into people's houses and
1: start using their stuff Yeah, and I mean,
2: and if she had asked, he would have been able to set that boundary before she ever even broke it. Because yeah, I, I, I wonder mean,
1: wonder if she comes from a background where things are like read of, readily available. If like maybe her parents are well. Ah, old, so I she was gonna say you well mean done. rich.
2: You mean rich. Oh. He did spend so $4,500 cool. on gym equipment. That's very true. <laughs> He's probably not doing too bad either. Yeah. But the point is not whether or not he and she have money. The question is, is he an yeah. asshole for saying, don't touch my gym equipment? And the answer is, fuck just, no. No. You know,
1: I'm just wondering if that's why she thought it was okay, because she's just used to getting to use whatever she wants. I, that wasn't really...
2: Yeah. I uh, mean, probably. She probably is just used to having whatever oh. she wants. Let me just say, last gym equipment... Add. A gym membership is fucking expensive if you don't get it through, like, yeah. a college. So if she has the money for a gym membership, she's probably used to just getting what she
3: wants.
0: Mm-hmm. I have a... I have one last thing to add to that. But, like, the fact that she even just went into his house without his permission it just kind of like shows like she's this is definitely something that she does a lot where she just lets herself in yeah and kill him and uses his shit it's just this is the first time that she probably got caught
2: yeah bro imagine like you come you bro imagine you start dating a girl and you give her a house key for emergency purposes and you start noticing your shampoo is disappearing at rapid like speed you're like bro what is to happening how, to my shampoo? I only shower once every two days. Why is it disappearing so quickly?
3: I find out your girlfriend's I'll, using that shit. I just want to mention, too, That's how, what how happened dangerous. To mine. Yeah, I want to mention how dangerous it is for her to do that because, you know, he thinks it's for emergency So, you know, the thought of him, she's only going to come over here for, like, if I'm using emergency Keys for emergencies. So, if. You know, he caught her. That could have been way worse. He could have thought it was probably an intruder or something and she would have gotten like hit or shot or something if they're like part of
2: you know Probably not. That's probably not what would have happened.
3: They live in Texas.
2: Yeah, they live in Texas, but I feel <laughs> like if somebody uses a key to get into your house, you're probably not gonna whip out the nine.
3: Well that's what I was saying, like if he didn't his how how do I put it? He's thinking she's only using the key for emergencies, so he wouldn't like suspect that it's her because yeah. But if she's using the key,
1: what if he doesn't realize that she used the key to get in and she she's just already yeah. in the house and he all of a sudden yeah. sees somebody?
2: That I get, but like just using the. I feel like if the doors are locked and somebody and you didn't hear like a breaking noise for somebody coming into your house. You're probably not going to whip out the nine when you hear the key enter the door hole, but if somebody's just then in your if kitchen, is
1: just in your house. Yeah. yeah, but I mean if
2: you're if like if you're if you come downstairs to get a glass of water and somebody's in your kitchen and you don't know who it is, yeah. That would scare the shit out of me. Even if I did give someone the emergency key, I'd probably be like, "Identify yourself." <laughs> yeah. and I guarantee you that's exactly what he'd probably do too he'd probably start by going identify yourself and as soon as she's like oh it's me he'd probably be like give me my fucking key and get out of my house alright today's poopville segment um so the caption from the actual facebook group didn't really do anything it was just some emojis but this is actually a screenshot of a screenshot that was posted to the the page So, the screen, the, the, so it's a, it's a little bit of inception going on. I saved a photo that is a screenshot that's of a post that somebody made of a screenshot of a Snapchat. It's a little confusing. So, in the Snapchat that was originally posted, it says, So I bought this from Forever 21 yesterday. There is a gonorrhea goblin running around Poopville. Caution, and in the picture, it is a pair of, like, their crocheted underwear with a little green smudge in the crotch area. Um, the caption of that picture, like, the, the original post from that picture, says, Bought these. Luckily, I didn't just mindlessly try them on, but I'm so grossed out, definitely will be returning. That is the whole photo. Like I said, the caption on the actual Facebook group just said like some emojis and shit. Imagine buying some underwear and then you go to check it, and then you like you go to put them on and you notice just like a a little a, a vagina boogie rubbed in them. He
1: got these from Forever Twenty One, right? Yeah, that means so somebody
2: have... bear coochie tried them on in Who a Forever Twenty
1: One. I don't even yeah. do that. I don't do that with like bathing suit. You're not supposed to No. Do that. You're
2: supposed Okay, first of all, that <laughs> yeah. means that not only did somebody take their underwear off to try on more underwear, which you're not supposed to do that. If you're trying underwear on in a store, you're supposed to leave your underwear on underneath them for extra protection. I mean, it's either that and or two the underwear
1: were so nasty that, yeah, that stuff check off the out. little flappy flap. And two,
2: yeah, exactly. Underwear and bathing suits have the little like plastic flap inside of them that you're supposed to peel off after you buy it Is that are supposed masks? to protect yeah i don't all- know if
1: i've ever noticed it
2: yeah underwear and bathing suits come with those to in them. Fair, like if you go to a victoria's secret and you go to try on some underwear they've got the little like plastic strip in the coochie area to prevent this exact thing from happening
1: to be fair i don't try on
2: Yeah, I don't either. I just pick out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't try on underwear in the store. And when I buy them, I wash them before I put them on. Because imagine not washing underwear that you pull out of a drawer at a store. And you don't know how many people have tried those bad boys on. Yeah, imagine how crunchy that could be if you just put on a pair of underwear that other people have worn before you without washing them first. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't mind if somebody else tries on underwear before me. I don't care. But I'm going to wash them bad boys. And if there is a stain on a brand new pair of underwear, you better know I'm not buying them bitches. I check my underwear before I buy them.
0: That's, buy them that's the yucky. Bag.
2: I don't buy the buy bagged underwear, the bag. underwear. I don't buy bagged <laughs> underwear. I... I
1: Underwear? You know like, like fruit of the, the loom come packs. In, like, packets?
2: Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. buy my underwear in packs. I go to the Target and get the five for twenty five deal for some cute panties, my guy. I
1: have not bought any underwear in such a long time. You need
2: to replace your underwear, sucko.
1: <laughs> I haven't <laughs> Why?
2: I haven't replaced because you're not supposed to keep wearing them forever. You're supposed to replace your underwear like once every two years or something. Like, don't get me underwear. wrong, I still have some underwear from before I graduated high school five years ago, but I've continued buying new underwear since I graduated.
1: So <laughs> oh, you don't understand. I need to have my underwear specially made to account for my fat ass.
2: <laughs> no, you do not! <laughs>
3: oh, my gosh. I mean, I was wearing... Man, I can't... I don't know. Because, you know, back then I was pretty stickly. I mean, I was able to wear, like, underwear that I was wearing in, like, elementary school still when I was in middle school. Girl,
2: you bought so. a children's bathing suit in high school. <laughs> Senior year, specifically. I am aware. <laughs> she once bought an outfit just straight out of the children's section at Walmart. Leggings and a t-shirt. And she wore it. And it fit. <laughs> that was the worst part. It fit. She bought a blue banana bathing suit from the children's section at Target one year when we were 17, and it fit. She was small. 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 I'm sure, Marcus, I'm sure you could have also fit into some children's clothes if you wanted to, but you didn't, thankfully. I
0: refuse to buy anything other than a one-piece bathing suit.
2: Hey, man, respect. I own a couple of I one pieces because well, when no, I after yeah, I gave yeah. birth, I was a little self conscious about my body.
0: Actually, don't I haven't worn a swimsuit in a while. Not gonna lie.
2: That's funny considering
1: Probably where been, you currently
2: live.
0: Yeah. Do you see any? Yeah. Of haven't. I I kept telling him that I wanted to go out swimming, but then we never did, and then we got COVID, so we yep. quarantine. Put that in the podcast.
2: <laughs> All right. I have got to go. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter at 4 underscore frogs 420. Follow me at Twitter on Twitter at soul underscore lotus 420. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, I think Amazon Podcasts, and I believe Apple Podcasts, but I do not know. Just look us up. Uh, there's another one, but I can't yeah, remember what it's TikTok. called. It's called, like, Boomcast or some shit. Yeah, find us on TikTok at 4... Shit. Feeling Froggy Podcast. Uh, you can find... Sol, uh, fuck. You can find Asia, Marcus, and myself on Instagram. I am soul Lotus 420 I believe. Marcus is Marcus underscore...
0: McIntyre.
2: Yeah, and Asia is A-I-Z-Z, or no.
0: Yeah. yeah A-I-Z-Z-A
2: 2000?
3: It's A-Z-Z-I-A 2K.
2: Okay, yeah. What she said. Uh, we are also, there is a Feeling Froggy podcast Twitter, if or not Twitter, uh, Instagram if you would like to see it. We do post funny memes. Find us on YouTube at Feeling Froggy Podcast or just Feeling Froggy. I'm sure if you look it up, you will find us. Uh, I don't if think there's I put
1: podcast in the
2: name. I'm if not there's nothing lie. posted yet, we will be posting soon. Yeah, I going to say
1: we have as that. As soon as I finish my freaking
2: thing. Yeah, we're working on getting some videos made, but right now I don't have internet at my house so we cannot play video games. My PC cannot play with the girls, if I don't have internet. But we will get it figured out as soon as possible.
1: Let's get a switch.
3: Can go Starbucks. Can I play, can I play Minecraft
2: Stuck. <laughs>
3: How about... I
1: don't have Minecraft on anything. On Minecraft?
2: Guys, <laughs> I have an idea. What
0: Is if... Stay froggy. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: not done yet. <laughs> <All>
3: right, bye. <laughs>